excuses, I mean, we all have them, right? Everyone's got excuses for any number of ailments. Could be something physical, could be something in your past, it could be something mental, it could be something emotionally, whatever it may be. And I'm not saying that these aren't valid reasons to struggle. They are valid reasons to struggle, but they are not valid reasons to give up, to just say I quit, to say that it's too tough for me and I'm not going any further. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Till the Wheels Fall Off. I'm Matt. I'm Paige. Before we begin, I'm going to ask a quick favor of you. If you could please go to the Apple Podcast home screen to our page, Till the Wheels Fall Off. In the top right-hand corner, click that plus, plus, <laughs> plus sign for us. Goodness gracious. Plus sign for us. Follow the show. <laughs> Same thing on Spotify, right under the album art, you will see the same thing. There is a follow button. If you are watching us on YouTube, please subscribe and get notifications as soon as a new episode is posted. This helps us grow. It helps other people who are in need of something like this find it. If you've gained anything from it, that's all we ask is that you just click the little plus sign. That's all I can ask. Thank you. Okay. Now we can begin. Let's talk excuses. Mm. Excuses, man. Excuse me. Everyone's got everyone's <laughs> got them. There's a million vulgar quotes about them. Um but it's something that Wait, vulgar God, quotes. You've never heard about that excuses are like, you know what, and because everyone's got one and Oh, ooh, yeah, okay. Like you don't remember that one? Okay. Yeah, I do. So, anyways, excuses. Uh I guess it's something that's really gotten under my skin lately. I guess you as well, right? Because yes. we were talking about possible topics. This came up. And excuses. I see more excuses now than maybe ever. But I think that's just because people have a way to display them Ooh. via social media. Word. There's a way to put them out in the world. I think people have always had them. It's nothing new, right? We're just, just seeing it a lot more now. We're just seeing a lot more of it. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I started thinking about people that I admire. That had every excuse in the world not to succeed, but did it anyway. Do you have anyone off the top of your head? You. Me. Mm-hmm. We won't get to me, but we can get to me later. I know, but that's what I'm just, I just have to say that because <laughs> I, you are like an inspiration. I don't want to talk about me for right now. I do want to talk about someone like Oprah Winfrey though. I didn't know this about Oprah Winfrey. I started reading about her life today. Like who's some someone ultra successful, motivational, and inspirational and I found out some things about Oprah Winfrey's life that I had no clue about. Did you know that she grew up in poverty mm-hmm. and that she's a survivor of childhood abuse? Mm-hmm. I had You knew this stuff? I knew some I of it. I guess you knew about Oprah's story more than I did. I, I had no clue. Um, she she's lived incredible. in poverty, suffered abuse for years, um, did not have the beginnings of a media mogul, to put it simply. She worked her way up brick by brick and became what she is today. Mm-hmm. And I know that this has probably been part of her story, but from the outward world, I'll call myself the outward world because I'm not really in Oprah's world. I'm not really in her demo. All I've ever seen was just an incredibly confident, inspirational, and altruistic person. And she's a philanthropist. I mean, she's she's incredible. Oprah is amazing. Mm -hmm. I knew none of this about her. Um, How about Stephen Hawking? Wait, have you ever had Oprah's fried chicken? No, is it good? Mm -hmm, I grew up on it. Did you really? Uh Uh-huh. Let's make it this Saturday. Let's do it. <laughs> Anytime I hear Oprah, I think of that 
Anyway, keep going. Someone else came to mind was Stephen Hawking. Yeah. Developed ALS. I think he was in his early 20s when he did, but spent the majority of his life confined to a wheelchair without the use of his limbs. Yeah. And continued to make breakthrough after breakthrough and be the front of his field, a pioneer of his field. I mean, coming up with these wild theories and then going on to prove them and being an inspiration for physicists for the rest of time. This is a guy that was confined to a wheelchair, had every reason in the world not to succeed, to say that life's not fair and did it anyway. I learned a little bit about Walt Disney today too. Ooh, tell me about him. So Walt Disney was put to work at nine years old, I think. Mm-hmm. Something like that. He Ooh, only, MJ's he, nine. He only had an eighth grade education. His parents were both um, entrepreneurs, and his dad had several failed endeavors. Where he he bought like a paper route at one point, and he worked for his dad. His dad would pay other employees, but not him. He would attend art school in the evenings, or he would pay for himself to kind of learn this stuff on his own. He submitted drawings to all kinds of different publications and no one wanted anything to do with him and just would not give up. Yeah. I mean, a guy that came from basically nothing like his, his parents lived on farms. Like the guy was not well off growing up and started what is arguably the most successful media company of all time. Right. It's a household name. Uh, Louis Zamperini. I don't know who that is. I didn't really either. I'd heard the name, but I didn't know what he was famous for. So he was a soldier in World War II, I believe. He was stranded at sea for 47 days, which I believe to this day is still a record for how long someone has been at sea and not died. Yeah, that's insane. Survived at sea for 47 days drinking rainwater and living off a fish that they could catch somehow. I have no clue how they did it. But after 47 days, they were rescued. By the Japanese. Oh. Taken to a POW camp where he lived for two years where he was tortured, tortured? non-stop. Wow. And became a huge voice on the forefront of PTSD. Lived a good part of his life shortly after the war, waking up every night, screaming from nightmares. I mean, disgruntled, angry, resentful. And found a way to forgive through faith and, and other endeavors and learning more about himself and what he had been through and found gratitude in it in the end and became a motivational speaker for other people who have been through difficult things. That gave me chills. Um, Helen Keller. Yes. Deaf and blind. I know that you worked with the kids through. Um, in homeschool, we did yeah. a project over her. They read the books and Sydney had to walk around with her eyes uh, dealt with, with some of that thing. adversity for just a moment. And yeah. Like, how in the world yeah. was she, she able to do this? I incredible, mean, incredible story. Woman. Incredible woman. But these are just small examples of people that have had every excuse in the world to not be successful and figured out a way to do it anyway. I think a more modern example and one that's more at the front of my mind right now would be David Goggins. Goggins. We're, we're Goggins fans. If you haven't read Can't Hurt Me, read Can't Hurt Me. Yes. <laughs> do yourself a favor and read it. Uh, He's got this quote, uh, stop making excuses, stop being a victim, take personal responsibility, hold yourself accountable, get comfortable with the uncomfortable, and finally, make your dreams come true. Yep. David Goggins, for those of you that don't know, I'm guessing most people at this point kind of know who this guy is, Yeah. uh, came from a home with a lot of domestic violence, um, did not have a close relationship with his father, saw a lot of horrible things growing up. Yeah. Decided to become a Navy SEAL, was extremely overweight, had every excuse in the world to just give up and did not. 
mm-hmm. and to this day remains a motivational voice of our generation and an incredible inspiration for what the mind can do when you callous it and you just do not give in to excuses and you yep. do not give in to victim mentality. He's just incredible. But it got us thinking because I think that I think I don't think I'm off base by saying this. I'm not going to shock anyone by saying this. That I think that humans in general are at an all time soft. Yep. I don't mean that in a critical way necessarily. I just think that now more than ever, it is more common to say that I am a victim. Therefore, you can excuse me for X, Y, and Z. Yes. As opposed to saying I am a survivor or I have beat something. Therefore, I am great because of these things. Mm-hmm. Or I'm seeing more and more that people have these limiting beliefs and these reasons they can't accomplish stuff. And we can come up with anything. And like, what are excuses? Like, I, I wanted to see. I'm often curious at the actual definitions of words because through common language of vernacular, we can kind of form our own definitions. But the definition of excuse. I was actually surprised by this. An attempt to lessen the blame attaching to a fault or offense. Or to seek to defend or justify. Attempting to lessen the blame attaching to a fault or offense. That one I love. Yep. I love. Uh, I was reading earlier, I think in Psychology Today. I was reading this this afternoon. They talked about what excuses are really at the end of the day are ways to protect our ego. It's to protect ourselves from the cognitive dissonance of what we believe and what is actually true. Mm -hmm. And it's much easier to look outward and say, that's the cause of why I am the way I am, as opposed to saying, I've got to look inside and figure out why I do the things I do. Mm -hmm. It's much easier to point outward and say, well, that's why I can't do it. Because if you had my parents, you would, you would be the same way. If you grew up with my father or my mother, then you would act this way. If Mm -hmm. you had my education background, if you grew up in poverty like I did or whatever it may be, we can have a, a number of quote unquote excuses that soften the blow. So we yeah. don't have to look inward and do the hard things. Yes. But that's only temporary. What do you mean? That that you're only feeling comfortable temporarily. In the end, it's going to bite you in the ass whenever you're still holding on to these excuses. Yeah, there's this awesome quote on tomorrow it says tomorrow a noun a mystical land where 99 percent of all human productivity motivation and achievement is stored and that kind of goes in line with what you're saying whenever you give an excuse you're ultimately you're gonna have to pay the piper someday the yeah. truth comes out yeah you know yeah proof is in the pudding this stuff will come out one day proof is in the pudding I've that's never, a good one i like that one's old school man <laughs> never heard that before but accountability and excuses and Yeah, so I can look at my own life and say that, yeah, I have excuses. I've got plenty of excuses. I have generations of addiction in my family. I was raised in a broken home. I didn't have the best examples growing up. I don't want to get too deep, but there's a handful right there. And if I was drinking heavily, someone could say, well, I mean, God, the kid didn't have it very great. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know if I blame him. Right. Which you have val. It's valid. Like those things happened, right? Yeah. And I want to give a disclaimer here that I don't want to be like cruel about this and say your excuses are meaningless. That's not what I'm really saying. It doesn't mean that your reasons aren't valid. It may explain behavior, but it does not excuse you from the behavior. Yeah. I think that's the the crux of all of this. And what I really want to hammer home is that, yeah, 
your excuses could explain why you are the way you are, but we still have a choice in the matter. We still have a choice to get up and say yes or no. Yeah. A choice to, to do something different, a choice to, to break a curse, a, a choice to do what we know we should be doing. Mm-hmm. A choice to finally say that you're grateful for that crap that you've been through. And I think at this point in my life, I can honestly say I am grateful for every bit of it. Yeah. And looking back on, on my own history. Yeah. Like, I mean, all the excuses were there. Like, like I'm, I'm textbook when you put me in front of a, of a psychologist as to why I ended up the way I did. They look at my, my upbringing and my family history. And it's like, yeah, that's textbook. Of course you did. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is that there's a small percentage of us that make it out the other side. Yeah. And I've always had a sense of strong personal accountability where I don't really care about what other people's standards are for me. You could never have a higher standard for me than I have for myself. I hold myself to an extremely high standard. I don't believe in excuses. I don't. I think that they may make your journey unique. They may think make things a little more difficult for you, but they don't excuse you from achieving what other great people have achieved. Mm-hmm. We've all got excuses. Everyone has them. We all have that in common. Which ones are you going to let affect your greatness? Yeah. So when I look at my life, I can say addiction could have stopped me. It could have easily, but I chose not to let it. What about you? Do you have anything that you've worked through? Well, my anxiety. Yeah. And I think a lot of people will look at anxiety as an excuse to not go in public, not go to the grocery store, to not reach out to new people, make friends. Yeah, do, all kinds of do things, a lot right? of things. It can be crippling, Shit. and I'm not not underplaying it. It can be crippling. I mean, I used to use it as an excuse to not work out because it would make my heart rate go up so high to where I felt like I was having a panic attack, you know. And and I had to stop making that an excuse. I mean, it it was stalling me, and I couldn't grow from it. What's the jumping off point for this, though? What's the jumping off point? Is it the old adage that? When the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change, we decide to change. Is it that simple? Yeah, it's for, like hitting a rock bottom. For someone who's looking at their life and saying, okay, like I, this is one that just drives me absolutely nuts, uh, ADHD. Mm-hmm. So I was diagnosed with ADHD and I truly believe that I do have this thing. Yeah. Um, I know that a lot of people can generalize this, say it doesn't exist, whatever, all right, whatever. Um, neurodivergency. It's, I take in information differently than most people do. I'm not unique in that. School was a little more difficult for me. I had to read things two or three times. I had to study a lot more than the other kids did. I felt like I always had to work a lot harder to get the same level of achievement as all of my peers. That's just how it was for me though. I, I could have said, my parents could have said, well, he just has ADHD. It is what it is. Mm Mm-hmm. I chose to just decide, you know what, like I'm not, that's a limiting belief. I'm not buying into that. I'm not, maybe I'm different, but I can just, you're telling me there's a way around it. I can just work a little harder. I can do a couple things different. I can train my brain. You know, I can develop new pathways for this stuff and maybe change the way I learn and things can be the same. Okay. I'll just do that. Yeah. It's the hard way, but I got the, I got the result I was after. Mm-hmm. I didn't decide to let it limit me. Yeah. But TikTok ADHD is probably the most toxic thing on the internet right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I scroll through all those. It's crazy. And, and I've talked to experts about this and they say that at best it's it raises awareness for something and it makes people feel like they're not alone. 
with some of the symptoms that they have. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. I think that's a great thing, but it becomes dangerous when you have people that creators are not always experts. You've got people that are saying this, this, and this is the way you are and there's nothing you can do about it. Or let's just talk about the symptoms that you have with no solutions. If, right. It's not helping anything or anyone. Well, I like it's. We've had people reach out about our TikTok and saying that we're unique because we actually give solutions to the problems of codependence and addicts instead of, you know, just saying that these are the symptoms and you might be this person and yeah, stopping there. Nothing more maddening to me on social media than in a, a creator's account where let's say they're talking about addiction and they're just showing a video with a sad wife walking around the house talking about her feelings with her addicted husband. And they just, that's all the video is. And that thing gets 40 million views. Mm -hmm. But someone talking about solutions to this and how to deal with codependency and how to deal with enabling behaviors. How to start your healing process. That stuff gets nothing because it's not Mm -hmm. sexy, because it's not as relatable, because no one wants to talk about what really needs to be done to fix these things. It's easier to make the excuse that this is the way I am. Right. And that's why we built Tufo Community too, is for people to not feel alone and feel validated, but also to to look within themselves to stop making excuses for what's making them not grow. I've got this, this rule. It's uh, I call it the 99% rule. So I played this game a lot with people, especially people who were early recovery. This is a big one. Addicts. We tend to be like very angry folk and it's really easy to blame other people for things. People will approach me in early recovery talking about their boss, for instance, who was rude to them because they parked their car in the wrong spot and how he embarrassed them in front of all their coworkers. And all they can focus on is what their boss did. And I'm like, okay, so let's just say your boss was 99% wrong here. sounds like he went a little overboard. Were you 1% wrong here? And if the answer is yes, you're still 100% wrong in my mind. Mm -hmm. That 1% still means that you had a part in this. Stop with the excuses. Stop with what he was mean. He was rude. It was this. It was what, what I don't want to hear it. Whatever happened to ruthless accountability? Like we did an episode on ruthless accountability. And I think we discussed that very thing. Right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. About how in no circumstances have we not played some sort of a part, even in situations of abuse, like a very serious topic. It is no one's fault that they were abused. No, but we do have decision as adults to be survivors or victims. Right. And I think that there's a lot of power in being a survivor and saying, I've learned these truths about myself and yeah, I could have gone the other way with it, but instead I'm an advocate and I understand more about myself. And once armed with the facts about myself, I made a choice and my next move was growth. Yep. Not an excuse. Yeah. I think that that's, that's the story I love to hear. That's Mm -hmm. the stuff that I advocate for. Mm -hmm. That's the stuff that I do with mine. I think that you do with yours as well, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So in summary, excuses, I mean, we all have them, right? Everyone's got excuses for any number of ailments. Could be something physical. It could be something in your past. It could be something mental. It could be something emotionally, whatever it may be. And I'm not saying that these aren't valid reasons to struggle. They are valid reasons to struggle, but they are not valid reasons to give up. To just say, I quit to say that it's too tough for me and I'm not going any further. It's not, yeah. we can choose to rise. We can choose to fight. We can choose to find new paths for success. And I've just gone through a list of people through history that we all admire mm-hmm. and they've done it. And the examples are all around us. 
And I would challenge anyone with any kind of limiting belief or a quote unquote excuse to be a beacon of hope for someone else. You never know who's watching you. You never know who could look at you and say, that guy did it. Why can't I? Why not me? To stand up and say, he figured it out. Why couldn't I figure it out? And to inspire someone else. There's no greater feeling than when your hard work has inspired someone else to do the same. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible. It'll give you goosebumps every single time. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add? You've got this thousand yard stare. No. And I just want to know what this is about. I'm good. <laughs> You're going to sleep on me? No. Okay. Well, I think that's all we've got, right? Yeah. Quick one on excuses. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, if you haven't already, as we mentioned in the beginning of the show, please subscribe. We've got a YouTube channel that's up. We are, our website at www.tufocouple.com has got all of our social media links, and we are on all the things. We're on YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and we've got a brand new, incredible Facebook community called Tufo Community, T-W-F-O Community. Uh, if you will hop in there, answer a couple of short questions so that we know who you are and you're not just some bot, then we would love to let you in. We go live in there every Sunday at 7.30, right? Yes, is Central 7, Time. 7.30 Central Time. Talk about whatever it is that might be the flavor of the week. Uh, we've got posts for engagement, and we're starting to see more and more of it, and it's incredible. Members talking back and forth. We're communicating with them as well, and it's going to be something that grows over time, and we want you to be a part of it. So if you haven't already joined, please come check it out and join it with us. Um if you've missed all of everything I've just said, if you just go to our IG profile at Tufo underscore couple, there's a link tree there. That's got all of our links and everything as well. Yep. You can find past episodes. You can find all kinds of good stuff. All of our content is there. And it's great stuff. Yep, yep. Okay. All right. Well, until next time, I am Matt. I'm Paige. And we'll see you. Bye.